Hi guys, and welcome back to Zero Correlation. I'm Cheryl Chuvin, and as always, coming to you from the floor of my bathroom. Um, I was talking to a friend this week, and they're like, if your bathroom floor is so, you know, small and tight, why don't you get into the bathtub? And then I was thinking, am I doing this all wrong? Should I be sitting in my bathtub? Right? Is that like, it's more spacious? Because you can take a bath in there, so it's spacious. But And I was going to try it, but I just showered, so my bathtub floor or bathtub itself is wet. So then I decided not to sit in there. But maybe next week I'll try that just for more space and not shower, you know, 10 minutes before I'm recording my podcast. But that might be a better solution for space, even though when it's just me recording, there is plenty of space. It's only when I have a guest that it's a little tight, as you remember last week when Laura was on. So maybe if I have another guest, one of us will be on the floor and one of us will be in the bathtub, still in close proximity to the microphone, but also not on top of each other. It's a little breathing room and a little breathing space. That is just my conundrum, which is a great word, by the way. Conundrum, great, great word. Love it. So maybe next time I have a guest, which I'm not sure exactly when that will be, I'll try that out. And, you know, if that's the case, we'll let you know if we're squished on the floor together or if one person's in the bathtub. But that could be a possibility and it could work. So not sure on that. If I have another guest, which I will, but I don't know when, so hopefully soon, I will keep you updated. So that's the floor situation because we have to come to you from the bathroom because it is the quietest place with the best acoustics. That's one thing I have to mention. Two, as a reminder, I'm running the New York City Half March 15th for Friendship Circle, which is an amazing organization that helps special needs adults and children and their family. And it's really, really an amazing organization. So if you want to sponsor me in the link in my bio on my Instagram, ShareShare41, there is a link to that. It's really, really a good cause. And now that we're at February 2nd, well, it's being recorded and being posted on February 2nd, but you can listen to this whenever. Um, It's a new month, even though January was seriously 700 years long. Did anyone else feel like January was never ending? Like it was one month, 31 days, but I feel like it was 700 years long. And then yesterday when it was February 1st, all of a sudden I was like, wow, it's February. That took forever. So we're in a new month. Let's do good deeds. Let's go do things. Let's help one another. Let's be kind to one another. Let's make sure our heads are not so far shoved up our own asses. And let's do good things because 2020 is the year of doing good things. It's the year of being kind to one another. It's the year of big, dick energy. So in the second month of 2020, feel free to donate and sponsor me as your good deed of the month. So I wanted to talk about something that I kind of always am thinking about and it might seem random, but it's something that definitely everyone can relate to. I'm a person who always finds myself apologizing. Always. When something isn't my fault, I apologize. To fix a fight sometimes, even when it's not my fault, I apologize. To somebody who bumps into me on the street, clearly their fault, I apologize. Like, someone bumped into me this week and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. What? 
Like, why am I like this? Why am I apologizing when I don't need to? People are legit assholes. And I apologize. We all apologize. Someone does something to us and we find ourselves apologizing. Because in this society, we say sorry too often. We're always apologizing. And I don't think it's a good way to live our lives. Like, yes, when you should be apologetic when you need to, of course. If you hurt someone's feelings, if you do something really wrong, of course apologize. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that we apologize when we don't need to. That we feel the need to apologize all the time. And I really wish I could, you know, give credit to the article that I read and where it came from, but I don't remember. I read an article maybe like a year ago and it said that we apologize too much and that we need to replace the word I'm sorry with thank you. So for example, instead of saying, I'm so sorry I was late, say thank you for waiting for me. Or I'm so sorry I was complaining so much. Instead say thank you so much for making me feel safe and comfortable to express my feelings to you. Those are two examples, but they're really relevant. We are always apologizing. And most of the time it's for no reason. And it's such a bad habit. It's like we always feel like we're doing something wrong or saying sorry will automatically fix any situation, which yes, apologizing fixes lots of situations and apologizing and being apologetic is a lot of the time extremely useful and needed and 100% we should do it. But at the same time, I just find myself apologizing when I don't need to. People are assholes. People don't pay attention. People don't care about other people. And that I'm apologizing. This week, I was in Times Square. I was seeing a show with a friend. And this woman literally bumped into me on purpose. She didn't care. She didn't even look. And I found myself saying I'm sorry because she bumped into me. On what planet does that make sense? But saying I'm sorry was so natural for me, second nature, it literally rolled off my tongue. And then I found myself like, why am I apologizing? Because she was rude. Does anyone else find themselves doing this? Apologizing when they don't need to? Saying I'm sorry when they didn't do anything wrong? I really think that we need to stop apologizing as a society. Yes, again, I'm going to repeat, of course, there's times to say I'm sorry. I'm not saying to be jerks and never apologize when you do something wrong i'm saying if you use the word so often it kind of loses its meaning and it's important it's overused and then it doesn't mean anything anymore like if you tell everyone you love them you you're dating a guy you're dating a girl and two months in i love you you don't love them you don't even know what the word i love you means you may love them you may love the way they make you feel. You may love something they did for you in that moment. But if you tell everybody, every relationship you've ever been in, how madly in love you are with them, it loses its meaning and it loses its relevancy. So the same for I'm sorry. Save I'm sorry for when you're really sorry. Save I'm sorry for when it's really, truly necessary and needed. Don't just say it as a word filler. Don't just say it because you think that someone wants to hear it. Say it when you feel it. And then it holds more meaning. And then the word itself just means more to everyone around you. So I am going to try to stop saying I'm sorry when I don't need to. I'm going to stop trying to say it as a filler. I'm really going to work on saying I'm sorry when it's really, really 
when it really calls for it, when it's really needed for the situation. So please join me in saying sorry only when you really need to and not apologizing just because you think you have to. So as I've mentioned, probably in every podcast, because I love him and I think he's hysterical, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of Jared Freed. If you don't remember, Jared Freed is a comedian. He has two podcasts. He has J Train and then under the Betches umbrella, he's on You Up, the podcast with Jordana Abraham. Both are hysterical. He does stand up if He's coming to your town. Go see him because he's so funny. And I'm literally like, I love him. I really, really love him. And yes, that's love. Like, I love him. I think he's amazing. Um, He talks about dating and life. And he always talks about how no girl likes a vague relationship. Girls would rather be told they're ugly and the guy hates them. And this must end rather than being strung along. And men, on the other hand, and yes, of course, I'm overgeneralizing because this isn't the case for every man or every woman or every anything. Men are okay with something being vague and kind of just see where it goes and let's keep it casual and let's be friends. And yes, of course, I'm not saying that girls don't like things casual. And I'm not saying that guys don't want serious relationships and to settle down. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that in my experience, Girls don't want to live in the gray area. Girls don't want to see, oh, maybe let's see where this can go. Or truly, I can only speak for myself. I hate the gray area. If you like me, you want to get to know me better, tell me. If you think I'm annoying or ugly or stupid, tell me. Yeah, it might hurt my feelings. Yeah, I might be upset. But I'd rather you tell me and be open and honest than keep me on... in suspense and not knowing what's going on and string me along. And maybe some girls don't mind being strung along. And maybe some girls are okay with the, let's see where this goes. I'm not looking for anything serious. I don't want to be tied down. Oh no, I'm not a fuck boy anymore. Okay. If someone's saying they're not a fuck boy anymore or saying they're not a fuck boy, secrets out everybody. Only fuck boys say that. So it's like, Jared always says, he's like, girls would really rather be told the brutal truth and the brutal, brutal honesty, then spare their feelings. And I couldn't agree more. If you don't like me, tell me. If you think I'm annoying, tell me. If you think I'm too loud, tell me. If you never want to talk to me ever again, tell me. Don't text me every once in a while when it's convenient for you and oh you happen to be bored and you're scrolling through your phone oh I wonder what Cheryl's up to let's see if she wants to hang out no I'm not a maybe sometime friend or a maybe sometime girl you want to get to know and potentially maybe kind of sort of I don't know potentially date no sorry not down for that chill not into that be honest, be open. Don't pop in and out of my life whenever you feel like it and whenever it's convenient for you. I'm not a convenience type of girl. I'm not somebody that, oh, I have a, I have spare time. Let me text her. No, I'm not like that. And maybe all of you out there are thinking, wow, Cheryl, you're such a bitch and you're so picky and you're so selective and this is why you're single. Okay, maybe that's why I'm single. Maybe I am a bitch. Maybe I am so selective. But dating is not like a light situation. It's not a decision that I'm going to take lightly. I'm not going to spend time with someone who 
maybe has time for me, maybe doesn't. If they feel like it, they'll reach out to me. I'm sorry, but I'm just not into that. And again, maybe everyone thinking, maybe everyone listening is thinking, Cheryl's a bitch. And you know what? Maybe I am, but at least I am honest with myself. I know what I'm worth. I know what I want. I know what I'm worthy of. And I know my standards. So I'll take being a bitch any day than settling for for less. I think that every relationship you compromise in, but you only compromise to a certain extent. I'm not looking for something that I'm always going to be compromising and I'm always going to be the one conceding or saying yes. Like, I just want something that the other person wants too. I don't want to be into something when the other person isn't. So for everyone listening, yeah, you might think I'm a bitch, but at least I'm open and honest and well aware of what I want. And I'm honest with myself and I know what I shouldn't settle for. So in the words of Jared Freed, be honest, be open. No one likes anything vague. And just I don't know. Be nice to people and tell them what you're actually looking for and what you're not. If you're not looking for a relationship and you know the person likes you, tell them. It might hurt their feelings right now, short term. But in the long run, I promise you, they'll be much, much happier. So again, as I always say, just be honest, just be open because no one likes being strung along and no one likes being in a vague situation. So just be honest, just be open And I don't know, you might be the devil in one person's story, but you can definitely be the hero in someone else's. Hi guys, so if you don't remember, I share explain every week where I take a definition and I give you the Urban Dictionary definition of it, I give you my definition of it, and it's Sometimes related to dating, sometimes not. Um, I found a very funny term this week, which is extra, I don't know, relevant since today is Super Bowl Sunday. And this this week, it's yellow carded or yellow carding. So yellow carded is a general term for everybody. And yellow carding is a dating term. So I will give you the urban dictionary definition of yellow carded as follows. Ready? Yellow carded, according to urban dictionary, is being sent outside from a bar or club by bouncers to cool down for a few minutes. Similar to receiving a yellow card in rugby where a player has to sit in the sin bin for 10 minutes. I'm not a sports genius by any means, but I believe that's the same reason why you get yellow carded in football. Again, let me know if I'm totally off base and wrong because I'm not a sports person. I literally just want all the teams to have fun. I don't know anything about sports, especially football or rugby. Um, But I think being yellow carded, especially when you're in a bar or a club, is really smart. People don't know their limits and people definitely drink too much. And I think it's smart sometimes to like cool down and like take a breather. I think this is also kind of in life. People get really heated really fast. I definitely get very heated very fast. And sometimes I need to be pulled out of a situation and, you know, be told to calm down or cool off for a bit. And I wish that actually would happen sometimes because when you're so heated 
you say things you don't mean. And if you're in a bad mood and you're cranky, you'll say things that you shouldn't say and that shouldn't come out of your mouth, but you say them anyways. And I think that, you know, we should all be yellow carded once in a while because it's really, I think it's very, very important for our, our lives to be yellow carded. And then yellow carding is a new trend in dating. Honestly, I think it's a positive one. It's kind of like a warning, you know? So when you're yellow carded or yellow carding, it's a warning. So wouldn't it be nice if you could like, in theory, throw a yellow card at someone and like show them what they're doing wrong, right? Like I feel like that kind of happens. It's like a way of calling someone out and like, we all kind of need to be called out on our bad behavior. And also in a positive way, can be called out on our good behavior. When someone does something you really like or something really positive, they should be told. We should tell people that we like things they do and we like their behavior. I feel like we're only telling people when they do something wrong, but tell someone when they do something right also. I, I think that people are so focused on the negative sometimes that we forget that, yes, people do negative things and they should be told and called out on because we shouldn't take anyone's shit. But when someone does something really nice and really sweet, we should tell them that also. Like, I think that's just as important to tell someone when they're doing something we really like and something we really appreciate. I feel like we're so used to telling people when they're doing something we don't like but it's just as important to tell someone when we do like something. You know, I guess that's just that's just me maybe, but I think it's really important. So that is yellow carding. I find it to be a funny term. I found it to be extra important because it is Super Bowl this week. This week, today. February 2nd is Super Bowl. Um, so I don't know. I just thought it was an extra important one. Also, I don't know if anyone out there really realizes or it's just me. I say important really funny. Like, I know I do, but when I'm speaking on the podcast and I'm recording, I I realize that I pronounce my T's even more. So I don't know if everyone else notices that, but I figured I'd point it out on myself. Um, and the last thing I want to talk about today is a hilarious meme I saw. So I don't know if everyone knows, but there's all these on Instagram, there's all these overheard, um, what's the word? They're Instagrams. There is an overheard New York, an overheard London, overheard LA, overheard Uber, overheard Bumble. So there was an overheard Bumble that I read and it's so funny and I sent it to literally everyone I know and I was like, this is genius. Why don't I think of it? So it's a conversation between two people. And the first one says, I just rather meet someone organically. And her friend says, like how? And she responds in the most genius, funny way. She says, like, sometimes I untie my shoelaces in the hopes that a hot guy will tell me they're untied so we can talk. Yes, that seems silly and so, so dumb and like random, but it's actually very funny. It's like, why didn't I think of that? Literally put myself in a situation where someone has to talk to me because you hope there's good Samaritans out there that would tell me my shoelace is untied and, you know, so I didn't trip. But then it got me thinking that as much as apps are all the rage and everyone's on them, I really just want to meet someone organically. I want to meet someone in a coffee shop. I want to meet someone on the subway platform. I want to meet someone at a bar. I want to meet someone on the street. I want someone to tell me my shoelace is untied. I want someone to 
I don't know, anything. Organically meeting someone is still my ideal. And maybe I'm living in a la-la land and maybe I am not realistic, but that's kind of still what I'm hoping for. Meeting someone through mutual friends just organically. And no, I'm not saying I'm not on the apps because I'm on them all, but secretly, not so secretly, I hate them. They're exhausting. I hate the small talk with strangers. I hate trying to be really witty and really clever because when you're trying it never happens it's so much better when it's organically and it just comes to you when I'm sitting there thinking what I have to respond to this person I'm never as funny as I am in real life so I just thought that was funny that they're like yeah I'm just gonna untie my shoelaces and hope someone tells me but I don't know welcome to February everybody it could be fresh start February everyone's you know Every day is an opportunity for a fresh start, but February, a new month, make a fresh start February. Do something that you weren't doing before. Do something that you really wanted to do and you were afraid. Like nine weeks ago when I decided to start this podcast finally, that was a fresh start in a way. It was a good outlet for me, something I enjoy doing, something I hope everyone enjoys listening to. So fresh start February, fresh start today. And as always, thank you for listening. I'm coming to you from my bathroom floor and I hope you enjoy.